The opinions expressed on this WebmasterRadio.fm program are those of the host, guests, and callers, and do not reflect those of the staff, management, or advertisers of WebmasterRadio.fm. Any rebroadcast or retransmission of this program without the express written consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited. Search engine marketing formulated for Web 2.0. Find it here every week on SEM Synergy. Join your host as we learn from the elite of search engine marketing pros and find the winning formula for exceptional search engine marketing. Get the latest news, trends, and analysis in SEO, PPC, branding, SEO design, and analytics. Now, welcome your host, a founding father of SEO and an accomplished search engine marketing scholar, the host of SEM Synergy, Bruce Clay. Good afternoon. Thanks for joining us on SEM Synergy. I'm your host, Bruce Clay. With me today are Susan and Virginia. Hello, everyone. Good afternoon. You can catch SEM Synergy every Wednesday at 3 p.m. Eastern. That's noon Pacific. You can also download it at any time from Webmaster Radio's Search Engine Optimization Channel, stream it on scmsynergy.com, or pick it up on iTunes. Our guest today is a longtime friend of mine, Dr. Ralph Wilson. Uh, He's been publishing newsletters. Uh, He's editor and publisher of actually one of the largest resources for Internet marketing and e-commerce information out there uh, called Web Marketing Today, and if you don't subscribe to it, you are to consider it. Uh, It's always a pleasure to speak to Ralph. I see him at all the conferences. Um, He has been interested and involved in Internet marketing since 1995, which is actually before when we started. So uh, I'm not the oldest one around here about dirt. Um, We're going to have that conversation, so please stick around after the break. Right now, I thought we'd take a look at a conference that basically I just got back from, which is AdTech Chicago. Uh, It was last week. Uh, It's not as large as some of the East or West Shore counterparts. Uh, Certainly, they get tens of thousands of people, it seems like at least. Um, But there's still a lot to be gained from attending the show, uh, taking and listening to what's going on in advertising, attending some of the conference uh, booth exhibits and seeing what's really new and things like that. We covered... um, uh, I covered uh, two different sessions as part of the sample track. Uh, both of those were good. They were um, the first was on just pure SEO. The second one was more on SEM, internet marketing. It covered pay per click, a little analytics, things that were uh, much much broader. Uh, but the gist of it is that the audience was really there for what the show is built for, which is, quote, the event for digital marketers. It was all digital. It was all online. It was all social. So it's a pretty broad scope. Oh, it, matter of fact, it's almost as though SEO was an afterthought. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what I remember. Um, I haven't been to an ad tech show in a couple of years, but the last time we went up to... Um, Ad Tech San Francisco, that's what I really remember about it was that, you know, there was like one SEO session and two PPC sessions and everything else was every other kind of marketing that you can do online. And it was like they had never heard of a search engine. I mean, it was really just kind of phenomenal. The keynote at that one was um, from Kodak, I believe, and, and they had a whole talk about 
you know, how they had these offline efforts and how they were integrating stuff into The Apprentice and this, that, and the other thing, and how that integrated into an online initiative with their forums and, and their pictures. And, and, and it was really, really interesting, and it was really well thought out, and it was really, like, continuous, you know, the entire pattern. And then it was like they had no idea that people would ever type in their name in a search engine. It was bizarre. I mean, it was it was all there except for this last component. And I kind of feel that that's fairly typical of ad tech is, is that it's everything else. And then what? Their search engines? You know, despite the traffic that it drives, they just don't see it. But uh, and you have to understand that while we have this thing called engagement objects that we consider part of a website, to everybody else there, engagement is entirely different. Uh, engagement could be email. Engagement could be bus banners or billboards or radio shows or TV shows. Uh, a fair number of people that did uh, spots for television were there with booths mm-hmm. or at least walking around and, and maybe even sponsoring. Um, and publications were big sponsors, which is something unique. You had Fast Company, you had Forbes, you had the Wall Street Journal. Those were sponsors for ad tech. Yeah. Those were not just attendees. Um, you, when we were talking about this a little earlier, you said one of the important topics uh, that seemed to take a lot of uh, time on the show was, you know, integrating your online and offline efforts. And when I think of, you know, how the crossover from hearing something offline goes to online, it's really obviously search engine based. So it's like they're looking for this solution, but they haven't realized yet the importance of the role of search engines in the whole mix? Well, and I think that's, I think ad tech is evolving. Mm-hmm. In prior shows, there was a lot of activity about um, affiliate programs, a lot of activity on email and other forms of online. This one was almost entirely multimedia. It was really having to do with the way corporations are, are approaching this online thing. It, and a, a big part of it had to do with we're doing offline programs. We're doing television. We're doing radio. We know we need to do online. And what we're comfortable with is video. But then the danger happens that they take everything from their offline knowledge of, of you know, you put your radio here, you put your TV here, you have your teams all sectioned off, and then... There's something missing when you move that uh, framework over to online, which is something that you were also explaining. I, yeah. I feel like it's almost the opposite problem from SEOs. I mean, like SEOs are just now getting the idea that, you know, they need to start incorporating engagement objects, that this is something that, you know, reaching out to people on a people level, not just search engines on a search engine level, is something that needs to happen. And it feels like the you know, they're moving towards the middle. I, either, you know, both the traditional marketers and the SEOs are, are kind of moving towards the middle and becoming this more generic type of marketer. And I know you talk about this in class a lot. Um, when is the next class? Next week? Next week. It's a, September 14th, that whole week. Yeah, yeah. September 14th through the 18th. It's the standard and advanced. Um, and I know that that's covered in class a lot, um, The that that's, you know, becoming picked up but i don't i don't know how other than you know opportunities like class and other than opportunities like the 
the conferences, how do we kind of keep moving, you know, the, the two sides together? Well, I mean, obviously, um, well, there's different things. For instance, people love online because it's measurable. Analytics works. You don't have to guess, which means you can do much more precise targeting. And I think that's going to change the perception. As soon as you start seeing numbers that are able to allow you to hit a persona or a community or your target market more precisely, even on a geo-targeted level, I think you're going to see that change everything about online marketing and offline marketing and how they play together. All right. Well, it's time for a break, but stick around for my interview with Dr. Ralph Wilson and his practical tips for e-commerce startups, including some info about PayPal and shopping carts. That's all coming up next. More SEM Synergy is on the way. Don't go away. SEM Synergy will be right back. Friend Finder. Friend Finder. The world's largest online dating network. Featuring over 100 million profiles at hot sites such as Passion.com and FastCupid.com. Represents enormous profit-making opportunities for webmasters just like you. With Friend Finder's ability to geo-target and provide billing solutions in most languages and currencies, you are sure to find our comprehensive network to be a good friend to your wallet. Wallet. Get more traffic-maximizing details now at FriendFinder.com. Hey, have you got that number for Jerry's Pizza? Look it up on LocalPages.com. LocalPages.com. Well, what if I wanted a business number in Miami? LocalPages.com. Can people find your business online? Be seen with LocalPages.com on every local listing in all the major search engines like Google, Yahoo, Amazon, and Ask. With over 6 billion quality searches a month and bids starting as low as one cent, get connected with local consumers at the exact moment that they're looking for you. San Francisco, Green Bay, London. I told you. LocalPages.com. List your business on LocalPages.com now and get $100 in free local advertising. LocalPages.com, bringing your neighborhood to you. Did you know? 99designs is a leading marketplace for graphic design on the Internet. Did you know? 99designs connects you to a community of over 35,000 designers who will compete to do the best work for you. Did you know? 99designs allows you to post projects for logo design, web page design, t-shirt design, and more. Did you know? 99designs projects the average of over 70 different design options for a price that you set. 99designs. When designers compete, you win. Mobile Presence, Wednesdays at 1 p.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Pacific, or on demand anytime inside the Internet Marketing Channel, only on webmasterradio.fm. Search engine marketing formulated for Web 2.0. You're listening to SEM Synergy on webmasterradio.fm. Once again, here's Bruce Clay. Welcome back to SEM Synergy. This is Virginia, and I'm joined by Dr. Ralph Wilson, a veteran internet marketer who's been studying, practicing, and sharing knowledge about internet marketing uh, since 1995. Uh, he's the editor and publisher of the online resource and newsletter Web Marketing Today, the author of more than a dozen books and hundreds of articles, and you also may know him from his videos, uh, interviews with noted experts of internet marketing. You can read and watch Dr. Wilson's articles and interviews at wilsonweb.com. Thank you so much for coming on the show, Dr. Wilson. Well, thank you. I'm happy to be with you. Um, so we talked a little bit earlier this week as we were planning for this interview, and you said something I thought was pretty interesting. Um, I asked 
you know, would you want to come on the show and talk about e-commerce marketing, partly because you've been writing some really incredible resources about shopping carts, PayPal, uh, even sales tax collection, really helpful stuff for small business owners looking to move online. And you said, yeah, absolutely. Um, I'm actually a a generalist when it comes to internet marketing. Um, And do you think that comes from the fact that you've been in the industry so long? So you kind of look at the whole scope of marketing efforts and see how they all come together? Well, I think so. When I began in internet marketing back in 1995, I was an expert I mean, there weren't there weren't that many people around that knew much about it, right. and uh, I understood e-commerce and and uh, the marketing aspect, and so I was an expert. But in the last fifteen years, uh, we ha- we probably have at least a dozen rather deep disciplines, subdisciplines in internet marketing that developed. So no one person can be an expert in everything. So I'm an expert in two or three areas, but I see myself as a generalist trying to interpret experts to small to medium businesses. This is an important role right now because I totally agree with you and I see a lot of a lot of great experts out there, but you know, bringing it all together in, in a resource like web marketing today is a very, very important thing. Um, so one of the reasons your articles and interviews really stand out to me anyway is because they're very hands-on, very actionable. Um, and one of the ones that you just recently wrapped up was a series on PayPal as an e-commerce starter kit. What gave you the idea to do that series? Well, I talk to a lot of people and get emails from people who, who want to get started in selling products or services online but really don't know how to do it or think that they have to make some big investment to do it. And the exciting thing, as far as I'm concerned about PayPal, is uh, they, have, they have made it so that your investment to get started with selling online is minimal. There's no upfront cost, and they provide uh, not only a way to take credit cards, but also a kind of crude but, but usable shopping cart system that allow you to con- to calculate shipping and tax for products and services and, and carry out business. It's a great way to get started. Um, you had a whole article. Like I said, it's a series. And the final one was kind of the drawbacks of the system of PayPal as, you know, like a full-service e-commerce little platform there. Um, what do you see are the biggest challenges for a small business owner um, starting up with PayPal or even moving online in general? Well, I think PayPal, as I said, is a great place to start because it keeps your upfront costs low. If you don't use something like PayPal, then you end up uh, spending maybe 100 or $200 setting up a merchant credit card account and a payment gateway with your shopping cart in order to do business. With PayPal, there's no upfront cost. You pay a, uh, a transaction fee and a percentage of the sale, and uh, you're good to go. Uh, you've got the tools right there. So for, for to get started, it's great. Now, I, I, I see there are several weaknesses uh, long term. Though I'm not trying to discourage people from PayPal, but I'm just trying to trying to look at it, uh, give a big overview. First of all, PayPal isn't a database-driven ordering system. Uh, most shopping carts, uh, when you start selling a lot of products, say 50, 100, 1,000, 10,000, you can't, you can't make order buttons like PayPal suggests on a kind of one-by-one basis and paste them onto your pages. It's just, 
<laughs> it's you know it'd be way way too much work to maintain it. Uh, so the the systems for larger merchants have to be database driven. That is a you have a product database that you would upload to your shopping cart, and it contains all of the product information, and, and basically uh, maintains and builds it for you. So uh, PayPal really is kind of on a onesie and twosie sort of basis, not a database of uh, for in the 25, 50, hundreds of product. Uh, secondly, so once it, you start getting big enough, you might have to yeah, think about your yeah. other solutions. Yeah, and related to that, it's not a content management system. It doesn't produce web pages for you, you know, product pages automatically like the better shopping carts do. Um, and then it has its own fl- inflexibility built in. Uh, order management is good to start with, but kind of crude if you're starting to do a lot of business. So I, I like it as a starter, but I don't think that's where you need to finish up, even though it may be one alternate payment system for you, even after you sell lots and lots of uh, products and services. All right. Some important considerations there. Um, but if you are on the uh, web selling your goods, no matter uh whether you're using PayPal or another system, the holidays are definitely coming up here and it's obviously a really important time for e-commerce business owners and marketers. Uh, do you have any tips for internet marketing before the holidays? I do. Uh, you know, we're not all that far away. We're from right at the beginning of September right now. Um, within two months, people are going to be shopping if they aren't already. Uh, and so, you, one, you need to get your search engine optimization completed. That is organic uh, optimization. Make sure your titles uh, describe exactly what the product is. Include uh, uh, model numbers and uh, and various kinds of keywords that people may be searching on. That needs to have been done already or done right now. So that's, mm-hmm. that's one. Secondly, I think uh, you need to plan for the various kinds of promotions and sales and uh, uh, coupons or uh, email offers that you're going to make, plan those out now and, uh, and get ready for them. I think third, you need to make sure your site's in good shape so that when someone comes to your site, it looks professional, uh, you can navigate around it easily, and you're good to go. And fourthly, I think you need to be budgeting for uh, a pay-per-click campaign on something like Google AdWords uh, in order to drive the traffic to your site that you'll need to make the sales you really want to this holiday season. So I, I think, uh, you know, all four of those are important. And summer, which is almost over now, is a great time to be, you know, to get your site back in shape and and uh, ready to go for the future. Four really great tips. Yep, the vacation time is over. It's You really just got to start buckling down for the holidays. Yeah, um, can't put it off. So in 2005, you published the first edition of a book called How to Promote Your Local Business on the Internet. And you describe your approach to the book at your site as... Um, not designed to be a dumbed-down guide for people who know nothing. You assume some understanding of how the Internet works, like what a domain name is, etc. Um, what's the typical level of understanding when someone's looking to bring their business online these days, at least in your experience? I think it's kind of all over the map. Many many business people have had one or two websites that may or may, may, or may not have been very successful. 
they were probably built by somebody's nephew. <laughs> you know, and they right. it, they sort of worked, but they didn't really bring all that much business or help them do business. So some people have had some experience already. They know what they don't want. Um, but I, I find that a lot of small businesses, they're really not aware, and particularly local businesses, they're not aware that that uh, online search is, is now displacing yellow pages, for example, as a way to find a business. Uh, and I, I, people that uh, I know who, you know, yellow pages has been in their budget for a long time are finding that they get less and less uh, referrals from the yellow pages and more and more from online searches. Now, the two are tied together. Yellow page uh, ads are tied to uh, online, you know, databases of local businesses. So I'm not saying give up on the yellow pages entirely. But what I am saying is uh, realize that people are now searching online, and so even local businesses need to have some presence online so people can find them. And I, and, and I think experience is kind of all over the map. Some people don't know much. Others know a lot from searching, but they're just learning how to do business on the Internet. So even somebody who's had a few websites and run a couple businesses may not really understand the full uh, what's involved with getting there business online yeah, well, the, being I mean, showing up business, business isn't easy there used to be a myth and i still it's, still think it's around that people think they can make a quick buck on the internet well internet has a huge reach into a huge marketplace that's a big plus but like any kind of doing business in any venue it's tough there's a huge amount of competition on the internet especially uh, a local business may have competition for the you know the driving distance surrounding them but on the internet your competition is everybody within your language group in your country or in your region so um, huge competition and therefore to do well you've got to really uh, work hard have you know develop knowledge have a lot of savvy and maybe get some professional help I mean not mental professional help but <laughs> but professional help in building your site in doing search engine optimization and some of the other kinds of things that that take specialized understanding. Absolutely, and I think that's what we're all here for. You know, I, I think we're we're working towards just even increasing awareness. That would be a great thing. Um, and thank you so much for coming on the show, Dr. Wilson. There's a lot more that you could talk about if I had more time, but. Um, but we're all out of time for this segment. Um, you can contact Dr. Wilson by visiting wilsonweb.com or read more on Twitter at, uh, where you go by the name Ralph Wilson, no space or underscore or anything. Thank you so much for coming on the show. Thank you. It's been my pleasure. After the break, we'll take another look at e-commerce considerations and e uh, internet marketing. SEM Synergy will be right back. Don't go away. SEM Synergy will be right back. Are you happy with your landing page performance? Discover how to improve your landing page performance with ConversionCritic.com. Brought to you by Engine Ready. Turn your underperforming landing pages into cost-effective sales-producing machines. 
Be sure you're not wasting your precious PPC budget. Conversion Critic Tools give you the ingredients to create high converting landing pages. You don't have to be an expert to use Engine Ready's Conversion Critic Tools, but you'll feel like a landing page pro. Take the guesswork out of increasing your conversion rate. Visit conversioncritic.com and boost your conversion rate for free. That's www.conversioncritic.com. Do you consider yourself a super affiliate? Then listen up. One of the most trusted names in affiliate marketing since 2003, XY7.com, has now launched XY7Elite.com, a private invitation-only affiliate program run by super affiliates for super affiliates. Enjoy private tested offers, weekly deposits right to your bank account or XY7 debit card, XY7 VIP concierge service, limousine transportation to and from major industry events, and the status of being one of the elite publishers. XY7 Elite is not for everyone as you need to be accepted and maintain volume requirements. Think you've got what it takes to be elite? Go to www.xy7elite.com or call 702-216-4000. 702-216-4000. This is a test of the PR Web content and news delivery system from PR Web and PRWebAuthor.com. If this was a real release date, your story would reach more than 30,000 journalists, 250,000 RSS subscribers, and just over 30,000 unique websites. PR Web can reach your target audience online, drive traffic to your website, achieve high rankings on search engines, and get your content on top news sites like Yahoo News. Editors are available 24-7 to help you optimize your content for maximum exposure to over 70 million people in the U.S. alone. If this were a real PR Web release date, your website would have so much traffic, you'd be tempted to duck and cover. If you have an online marketing emergency, go to prwebauthor.com for 25% off. PR Web, the premier online news release and content distribution service. LPO, landing page optimization. Mondays at 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific, or on demand anytime inside the advertising channel. Only on webmasterradio.fm. Search engine marketing formulated for Web 2.0. You're listening to SEM Synergy on webmasterradio.fm. Once again, here's Bruce Clay. Welcome back to SEM Synergy. This is Virginia here with Susan and Paula. Paula is a technical writer here at Bruce Clay, and this is her SEM Synergy debut. Welcome to the podcast, Paula. Thank you, Virginia. All right, so before the break, I had a chance to talk to Dr. Ralph Wilson, editor and publisher of Web Marketing Today and an internet marketer with close to 15 years of experience. Since the internet arrived and changed the business world forever, there have been some interesting attempts in making internet marketing a channel, some to great effect and others falling flat. Um, Here, I guess I'll just put in a real quick public service announcement. There's always great case studies and that kind of thing talked about at um, conferences like SMX East um, and along with the Bruce Clay Inc. training which will be happening there on October 8th um, you'll want to pay attention to this Friday being the last date for the early bird rate yeah check out the blog we'll have the discount code for us I believe it's 20% off and it's 20% off the early bird rate but after that it's 20% off the next rate etc and so right. you kind of want to jump in as early as possible in order to get the full discount and, and get there as, as cheaply as possible because it's really, really worth uh, your time. 
Absolutely. So, um, so okay. Back to the segment, um, we're going to be exploring some of our favorite internet marketing success stories, as well as stories that remind us what not to do with your online business. Um, here's an easy one: Twitter. We see lots of success stories coming out of Twitter these days. Oh yeah, absolutely. I think there's a definitely a market on Twitter. It, definitely a, a conversation that you can join on Twitter, no matter really what you're interested in. There's always somebody else on Twitter also interested in that. Uh, I think it's not as easy to leverage as a lot of people think it is. You know, people are like, oh, get on Twitter, and then you're done, right? Obviously, that's not it. You have to put in time. You have to put in the effort. You have to make the connections and, and start and go out there. But you can totally do it. I mean, it's not something that only a big company can do. You don't have to be Comcast. You don't have to be Dell. You know, you can be someone small. You know, we've got great ideas great people just in our area golden spoon has a local twitter i mean golden spoon vc they remind you that it's two stamp tuesday oh it's two stamp tuesday (laughs) um (laughs) sorry we're recording this a day early and i just remembered that's exciting they also have two stamp thursdays i think though that uh what we can see from these success stories is that everyone using Twitter, no matter how you're using it, has a direct strategy. It's like, are you going to be offering coupons? Are you going to be um, trying to build customer relationships? And even within a single organization, you might have separate Twitter accounts for that kind of thing. Like, bring all your customer service questions to this account, or yeah, yeah, send absolutely. out your deals via this account. I actually ran across a brand new Twitter account today. It had 23 tweets, they were already up to almost 200 followers. And I was blown away at that kind of quick success. How would somebody go about getting that much traction that quickly? Well, I think it depends. I think it depends on what kind of connections you already have. I mean, if you're an internet marketer and you're just jumping on, chances are you already know a ton of people who are already on Twitter. So all you have to do is let them know that you're now on Twitter and they're going to jump on you. Look at barbecue addicts, for instance. Right, exactly. That, that's a <laughs> it's perfect. like totally disconnected industries, but just because they're leveraging their connections. Right, right. But that's exactly it, is that, you know, people remain people. People aren't just one thing, right? Everybody wears a ton of different hats. You know, I'm interested in internet marketing, obviously. I work at an SEO company. But if you throw a comic book thing at me, I'm completely there, right? <laughs> or leverage. Or leverage, um, <laughs> which is like my little crusade is that everyone in the world has to watch leverage on Wednesday nights at 9 p.m. <laughs> I swear I'm not a paid show. I just love the show. <laughs> well, when they're first getting started, I guess one strategy is to follow a whole bunch of people. So you run a bunch of searches. Anybody that's using your keywords, you just jump onto their bandwagons, right? Right. And then a, a portion of those, you can just assume, are going to follow you back. Well, and engaging. I mean, running the searches is great. If someone says, I have no idea what to do for dinner, and you are a you know a food blogger or you work at a restaurant, you can always suggest, hey, how about pizza tonight? How about making this really cool recipe I've got? It'll take you 20 minutes. And you throw them a link. And they don't know you, and you don't know them, but you're offering them something interesting. So maybe they click, and maybe you get a follower. Um, I wonder if I... I mean, Twitter is great, but let's look at a different kind of strategy real quick before we're out of time. Um, So I wrote about this... I kind of 
All right, the post was called Steer Clear the Viral Marketing Mind Freak. And I linked to this blog post on NPR.org, which was really interesting to me because they took this um, a look at this campaign for House, the uh, the hospital drama. Right, with um, Hugh Laurie. Yeah. And they had, what what's it called? A ca- caduceus. A caduceus. You know, that little snake-wrapped staff with little wings on it. And uh, they kind of just had that image along with the web address. And the point was, you're like, what's this about? So you go to visit the website. And it's this kind of mystery marketing technique that Mm -hmm. is like a way to bridge online and offline. And uh, you'll, you'll see it a lot these days. But this blogger at NPR was wondering how much longer will this strategy work? I actually thought that that was a really clever campaign. Not just because of the mystery to it, but also because the website is snakes on a cane. Yeah. Which, if you've been on the internet at all in the last six years, you remember the snakes on a plane, like, frenzy, mm-hmm. and the fact that basically that that movie was changed and rewritten and twisted around entirely because of this internet buzz. Now, here's the thing. Nobody went to see Snakes on a Plane. I don't know that this is necessarily going to get people to start watching House. So generating buzz and leveraging buzz are two totally different things. And I think that that's something that really, really people need to remember. Unfortunately, that's also as much time as we have. So that's it for this week's show. Thanks to Webmaster Radio for producing SEM Synergy. If you have an internet marketing question or you want to hear Bruce's thoughts on a topic, just send an email over to semsynergy at bruceclay.com. Check out semsynergy.com for info on this week's guest and topics and to see what's up on the agenda for next time. Thank you for joining us on SEM Synergy.